everybody, welcome back to the Lost Mountain Saga, hosted by me. This is another saga. It's it's you ladies. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how you do this. Amazing. <laughs> See, it's not that easy, Anne. No, See? I, did, I didn't think it was. I'm that's terrified. why uh, it always morphs into penis talk. Because that's when, <laughs> when in doubt, bring out the cock. Penis hour. That's right. That's all we're talking about <laughs> for the next <laughs> hour. <laughs> Do you have a problem with a dick that looks like a mushroom, or or uh, or what other forms? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Jizzpocalypse. <laughs> it's your um, host, Eleanor DiLorenzo. Sydney wow. Emanuel, <laughs> and Anne Richmond. <laughs> Ow. Okay. God, I guys, I think I think we would be really good at radio. I don't know. It's just me or. Yep. No, this is this is radio gold, is what they call it. The radio <laughs> golden shower. It's yep. the perfect. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. I'm done. That's that's enough. Okay, Anne, well, do you want to say anything before we start? I do. do wanna... I do. I want to know. Um, I want to know what love is, and I want you to show me. Um, mm -hmm. but what I really want to know, Ellie, is how was, like, handing over the reins. Oh, it's the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. I was like, Anne said she wanted to run something, and I'm like, dude, listen, do it uh, immediately and <laughs> never look back. But I will say, though, fuck how unprepared I am uh, being a player. Like, in general, I'm very unprepared as a person for anything. But <laughs> this time, definitely like, oh, right, I'm a Catholic. I don't know anything about Catholics. There was a moment when all of us were like, oh, right, we have to know about the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> Sydney so, with that Solomon poll though. Oh, you were like, I'm yeah. in, I got, I'm here. I have, I have read the Bible front to back for fun in college because I was like, I just want to know what it's about. And let me tell you, a lot of it, very boring. There's a whole yeah. book of names and that shit is oh, yeah. just names. There's nothing to read. It's really boring. But there's really some cool shit in the Bible. But man, <laughs> yeah, Ellie, if I was Sound a better bite. player- what? <laughs> Soundbite. There really is some cool some shit, cool in, the shit in the Bible. Yeah. But like, if I was a better player, oh, I would have like, uh, Chris, 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 not chrysanthemum. That's a flower. But I would have like, uh, John, you know, one thirteen, like off the top oh, of yeah. my head, I'd be oh, pulling yeah. Matthew five twenty two. But oh. I'm not a good player, Ellie. So no, I'm right there with you. You're an amazing player. You're an amazing player, but. Frankly, also, English is your first language, so you, you're probably also better at improvising, whereas I'm just like, oh, right, how do I describe uh, this pain I feel inside, outside of just to saying, it's painful and it's sad. Uh, <laughs> that's the two, hey, those are the two words. Sadness. Some pain is indescribable, though. I mean, it's yeah. like uh, a pain so deep you, you can't explain it. Just saying that, Sydney, you sounded beautiful the way you said it. I would never have been able to say that. And that's also what I'd say kudos <laughs> to Anne, the way you're just like painting a picture. Like I feel like the difference between me as a GM is like, you guys walk over to this room. It's a room. Done. What do you do? Uh, there might be a bench. <laughs> sure. You want a lamp on the table? Have a lamp. Yeah. Get, but Ellie, get lampy. I also appreciate you as a GM because then Anne and I ask a million questions and you mm -hmm. roll with it. Like Anne and I are, yeah. are like, is there a, perhaps a window with shutters? And like, we're like, is there that? And you're like, no. But there's this. And I'm like, oh, thanks for yes anding in a way. Thank you, Ellie. Yeah. It's like no, no and fixing. No and fixing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, to escape this horrible reality, let us go to a different one. Um, a one where it's raining outside. Kind of uh, the white noise of it hitting the outside of the glass. Um, and Mary is ushering you forward to sit on these stools around this sort of little table. Everything's a little cramped, but it's all very, it's all very homey and hung with various beautiful uh, fabrics and things like that. It's clear she's really made it, made it her own. Um, and with this sort of air spirit vibe, because she's playing Ariel uh, in the Tempest, and she says, "Please, please sit." Sit. We have business to attend to. Vlada, the tea, if you please, ladies, please. Uh, let's seat yourselves down. Uh, Vanessa, darling, uh, uh, did you see the show or did you miss it? I was afraid the tickets might not get you in time. I, unfortunately, I missed it. But Vlada did let me in the back door, so I listened from the back door and you sounded very loud. That is one of my many features, yes. <laughs> it is ha! good because they say, you need to hear them from the back of the house, yes? And I was behind the house in the back door and I heard you. Oh, it is so nice to be heard. And you, darling, you, you knew uh, Hawkins promised to engage somebody on our behalf. Who are you? Irina has been observing Vanessa, noticing how happy she looks when she's talking to Mary, and um, it's almost she's getting like almost dis so distracted by it because it's so, so much different from from the Vanessa she knew. Not necessarily different, but more like she she can't believe that she's seeing Vanessa again, someone who was so used to be so important to her. Um, and then when Mary talks to her, she, I'm sorry, I don't. This uh, is my very old friend. Arena, who I have not seen in many years. I'm so happy she is at your show. You two get to meet, which is wonderful. Oh, yes, I, I gave Hawkins a ticket to distribute, uh, but uh, you know each other. How curious. Well, I wouldn't say we know each other. We haven't seen each other in a long, long, long time. Um, yeah, Vanessa's now uncomfortable. She tried to do an intro and, like, completely got backpedaled. And she yeah. was like, we, yes, we were very young. Yes. I was a child and you were a child, Vanessa. I see that you're still with the, with the, nun, the nuns. I'm no longer at the convent. I work on my own, actually. I'm part of... Uh, no sec. Interesting. You left them? She's weirdly curious. Yes. Um, a few years ago, actually. I have been on my own for quite a while, but... Yes, I am working with Mary, actually, at Rose House. You are working at the Rose House. And it and gets very tense in the room, and Vanessa's like, uh, yes. You do know what they do at the Rose House. Here. You mean to be helping people? I, you see, I've been doing things for the Rose House before, and I wasn't sure what you were doing, but is it just, you know, you're helping people with medical issues, or are you doing... And she's clearly trying to pry if yeah. you're... <laughs> You suddenly can see the things she gives you. Vanessa, like, raises an eyebrow at Mary, like, out of the corner of her eye. Yeah. 
Uh, Mary just, like, there's a silence that blooms between all of you. And she just laughs and laughs and says, oh, do we see, uh, do, do you mean, do we, do we have, um, have we had experience with those uh, things some would term the supernatural? Uh, yes, yes, I'm sure you'd be surprised to know. We've, we've seen and done a great many things for Rose Hat. Rose House, in the service, as Vanessa says, of, of helping others, but quite horrifying, I'm afraid. Interesting. Irina has no idea what to do with herself right now. She's so shocked to see Vanessa, but also finding out that she is, like, working in the same field as her. She's just, this is like a part of her life being mixed with a new part of her life that she did not see coming. Yeah. Are you familiar with Rose House? Is that why you are here? Yes. I I do work for them sometimes. Oh. For payment, obviously, and she looks to Mary as if, like, this is gonna be a paid gig, right, bitch? <laughs> she says, oh, I'm sure you should be taken care of. Uh, well, uh, perhaps we should get to business. And she sort of, like, looks apologetically at Vanessa, like, okay, didn't know that this was going to be the whole deal here. Um, and uh, she sort of summons Vlada over, and Vlada, you know, sets out, the hands you each um, cups of tea to drink. And she says, uh, you see, I uh, <laughs> I have actually engaged Rose House this time. Uh I've received a missive from an old friend. And she... Go ahead and roll an observation check. Anybody Ooh. who would like to. Okay. Uh... Let's get these checker runes going. Ooh. Alright. Two successes. Two successes. I think uh, Irina is currently in, like, hawk mode of, like seeing if she's this is a trap of some kind like are people gonna sh come from the monastery and, and, and try to take her back you know like she's she's mm -hmm. suddenly like is this a trap so she's looking at mary yeah. very intense intently right now so when mary says that uh she has an old friend you notice kind of a dramatic like look into the middle distance um and she says captain marcus rain and you, as she says the words, it's like she's holding on to them. She's clearly has an emotional attachment of some kind to this person, a fondness. Um, and she says, yes, I, I believe this to be of interest to Rose House, but unfortunately I am indisposed. Well, uh, not so much indisposed as under a very strict contract here for the next few months. And I thought you might, you too uh, might like to see to this on my behalf. Vanessa, I am hoping that, uh, you know, as my dear friend, you might go in my stead uh, to help him. And and I thought you could use uh, stiff help here with Irina. Of course, Mary. Of course I will take this on. Uh, good, good. And she reaches out and Vlada pulls a worn envelope. Uh, I said, worn, not warm. A warm. Maybe it's warm. It's been in there for a while. Who could say? Uh, chicken's done. Uh, from within her coat. And she holds it out for one of you to open and read. And I have sent 
the text of this message to you. Who would like to read this letter? Irina snatches it out of Mary's hand. Dearest Mary, I do not know what else to t who else to turn to. Had I known that leaving you for the sea and fortune those many years ago would end in heartache and terror, I should never have left. She looks at Mary with slight judgment. <laughs> I am menaced by a most foul and mysterious force, and I fear my life is in danger. We have suffered a string of unexplained deaths here at St. Ives, and I regret to report that all three of these victims were formerly members of my crew aboard a merchant vessel, the Cat's Paw. It is as if I'm Captain Hook listening for the tick-tock of the Croc's clock. Nice. <laughs> nice, Irina <laughs> says. Nice. <laughs> You once confided in me that you believed in such things as curses and demons. I pray you meet me at the lovesick siren in St. Ives before the blood tide returns, or find others who may be of some assistance. If not for the sake of the man who left you so unsatisfied so long ago, then for my daughters, who shall have no one to depend upon should I perish. Yours in peril, Captain Ma Marcus Rayner. Interesting. She hands the letter over to Vanessa. Um, Vanessa also reads it, raising an eyebrow. How do you know this Captain Marcus? We were all young once, you know, that sort of thing. With friendship, a deep, meaningful friendship as young people. I was just beginning my career, and Marcus was... Passionate, charming, considerate, clever. But he was not a man of wealth, and I am but a humble actor who treads the boards, and I was not so ensconced in the more uh, successful and lucrative roles as I am these days back then. It, it would have been foolish to love him, but I suppose in my way I have always been a bit of a fool. I thought I should string it along for as long as one might, but in the end I fear he got the best of me. It was him who arrived one day, saying that he could not hitch himself to me, and that he must go and find his his wealth upon the sea, as, as so many have, changed their fortunes in life by pursuing that wet mistress the ocean. I don't... I wouldn't repeat that phrase anywhere. It's terrible. But, yes, he, he left me <laughs> for the sea and but bounties. You trust him? Oh, well, I'm... I'm... Jilted, hurt, but it has been so many years. At least 30. At least your entire lifetime. Uh, since I've seen this young rapscallion, I... Trust his honesty. You should not feel bad for not wanting to engage with the sea bum. You chose your <laughs> career. And that makes sense. 
as did he. Yes, we all should. More people should do that instead of choosing to run after someone who can't satisfy you financially. I may have a great many feelings about the man, but I do not wish him dead, nor do I wish him to suffer a, a merciless hand dealt by some terrible fate we have yet to understand. Uh, so it appears uh, you would need to meet him in St. Ives. Uh, I believe that's uh, about seven hours by, by train from Paddington Station. Uh, and uh, let's see... The full moon, uh, the next one should be, uh, what was it, Vlada? And she goes, three days, mother. I would like to see if, what I can find out about the full moon, Vasen, and, and like Vasen that would end yeah. up in death. Also, the, also the blood tide. The blood tide. The blood tide. Yeah. And also sea creatures, like if this is uh, like related to the sea yeah. somehow. Sure. All right. Well, let's start. Let's start with an investigation. Uh, well, let's see. What would it be? Yeah, it would, an investigation or a learning check. Learning for things. If you want to um, have this conversation here and just pull from your own personal knowledge, uh, but if you want to move from this meeting to like the library at Rose House, we could do yeah. an investigation check. What would you like to do? Uh, um, I say investigate. I think we should go back to Rose House. I think investigation. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, so, uh, Mary uh, leaves you by saying that Hawkins can arrange accommodations for you at the local church, St. Ives uh, Parish Church, or if you would like uh, something more comfortable at an inn, you may arrange and pay for that yourselves. Uh, but uh, from the, the stipend that you will have uh, daily, uh, but which would you like to do? The inn is fine for me. That is very generous. Oh, the, the, the church is the free oh, the one. Church, the church is the free one. I love the church. <laughs> God, 10 out of 10. <laughs> he's a 10, but he's super religious. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Vanessa, is there any way I could pay for your stay at the inn? Seriously, we can't stay like bums in a church. Oh, I've like pretty much always lived in a church. Oh, um, I know. I know. <laughs> But I was hoping that perhaps we could yes, not of do course, that. Of course, we of course we can stay in the inn if that would be of more comfort to you. I am understanding of that. Yes. All right. Uh, well, Hawkins will uh, take care of those accommodations for you, uh, and uh, they will, of course, affect your uh, final payout. <laughs> and she looks at Irina a little bit uh, apologetically, but also like she's trying to skirt past the reduction in rate uh, yeah. because she knows that's important to you based on what you've said. Yeah. Um, and uh, you are all excused to, to prep and told that there will be tickets waiting for you at Paddington Station tomorrow, uh, like at noon, basically. So you have the whole morning to prep and do research. Um, as soon as Mary leaves, Irina turns to look at Vanessa. Would you like to come with me to the library and we could start the investigation or do you need to do praying? need to do praying Irina has it been so long since you were at the convent you know that I don't really pray that often and she kind of nudges her as like a joke um, 
does does Vanessa speak uh, Romanian to her or does she I think I think she says you know I don't pray that often in Romanian mm. Vanessa has like a good reading on people most of the time and I think she feels from Irina that like she is somewhat putting on this like facade this sort of like pretending she doesn't know her like they went through a traumatic experience together not only that but like they grew up for a few years together at the convent and were like very close. And I think Vanessa is like, I'll soften her up, you know, like sh I'll, I'll get through to her. Um, and she says, come on, there is, um, there is a secret library at Rose House that Mary and I have discovered. Um, I think you will like it. She's intrigued, very intrigued. Um, and she comes with you, but perhaps Perhaps we should make our stay a little bit more comfortable, she says, and she takes a wine bottle out from one of the cabinets. What do you say? How much of a nun are you still? I am allowed to drink. I... Well... I just wouldn't do it. What time is it? Uh, what time <laughs> is how, it? How much of the blood of Christ are you thinking? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Vanessa says, we don't need glasses. You can just open it up. A smile plays on Irina's lips as she realizes that, huh, Vanessa, not too bad. <laughs> kind, kind of a cool nun. Pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool she, nun. Uh, That's what the kids say. Pretty, pretty cool nun. And uh, she, she brings, yeah. So they, yeah. she walks, yeah. She brings So you guys bottle. have walked through the rain. You've ransacked the liquor stores at Rose House in the kitchen. Uh, and Vanessa begins leading you back towards the secret library. There to discover perhaps some information about mm. mythical oceanic vassin. So why don't you go ahead as you enter this sort of dusty, uh, dusty room, you're lighting candles so you can see there's still a few cobwebs to clear in here because it's fairly recently discovered, but it's clear that uh, the books are a little more organized and easy to research, if not dusted often because they wanted to make use of the room uh, after it was discovered as soon as possible. Um, why don't you go ahead and roll an investigation uh, check for me. Oh, fuck yeah. Irina. Eight. No, wait, seven. Seven Now, dies. do you get any, do you get any bonuses for the library? Uh, that's what oh, I was wondering. Um, shoot, I forget. I forget what the library, library tells you. Secret library. I got, I got four successes. <laughs> four successes? That's sick. Well, that's sick. um, I got zero successes on my eight dice. <laughs> Awesome. Ooh, I found I found stuff. Hold on one second. I have um, I have occult library, occult archive, but I don't know if that's the same thing as. All right, so your occult library gives you a free success, one free success to with uh, recall occult knowledge. Um, so all together with uh, Vanessa's natural four successes from rolling, uh, and uh, you both have a little bit of an understanding here. And the things that you find in these books of. Um, mythology and different accounts are things like sirens or mermaids mm. enchanting voices that lure sailors to their death or can call storms or mislead ships or fishermen um, gorgons snake-like 
snake-like creatures that live in caves, uh, myths about people being paralyzed or uh, in the most, I guess, uh, dramatic tellings of these stories turned to stone. Selkies, these are sort of sea folk, seal folk um, creatures that uh, are, are seals in the water and then can walk on land in human form. Um, so sort of a different take on a mermaid and nymphs, strange sea sort of fey creatures of changeable natures um, and spirits and hateful of those who betray them uh, which kind of keys into your whole theory about jealousy a, a little bit um, and then hydra or kraken which are of course amongst the largest and most un under <laughs> I guess the, the least understood of these kind of potential basin that have to do with the sea. Those are the things that come up because you got a lot of a lot of successes. There's a lot to pull from. It's a, it's honestly a little bit overwhelming. Ah, uh, there are so many weird basin. I'm <laughs> God. <laughs> God, that's so weird. I just want to knew I encountered a selkie once. She was a midwife. So be wary of anyone who knows the medical stuff. And you could tell that she seems a little drunk as she's saying this already. Uh, do you think this would be Selkie from past experience? Mm, no, Selkies, I don't think they kill. It should be related to a de deadly someone who kills something who kills it's my sense but it could it could be a human killing killing other humans and blaming Vasen as they they are so used to do the jealousy is a good jumping off point I think let let's let's um narrow down to see what would make one of these Vasen jealous of sailor men hmm so if you wanted to roll uh let's see what would it be i guess a learning check sid for your religious stuff that you wanted to look up yeah two successes oh wait i have one more to roll two successes two successes all right so with all of this in mind and with the sense that we're dealing we're dealing with sailors these are uh an intensely superstitious people which you recall in the letter that Captain Rayner said that he had been sort of dismissed because he was an old, a former sea captain, uh, that his concerns weren't really taken seriously. But you know that uh, they are more willing to believe in the unexplained that some of them are quite religious. They don't want to have the things like they don't want to whistle up a storm or have a woman on a ship because it's bad luck. Uh, all, all number of things. Um, and they have all sorts of strange practices that are not really necessarily religious in nature as far as the Christian faith goes, but they are for, far more willing to cover their bases to do anything it takes to get rid of bad juju, uh, mm. for lack of a better term. Mm, I think Vanessa brings this up, and she's like, perhaps they have angered someone by trying so hard not to do something bad, no? See the connection? If they are so deeply superstitious, perhaps they did something to upset Avacin. Um, 
Irina forgets herself for a second and is, gets excited about that that idea of just and says in Romanian. I was thinking like if it's like a it's, it's a siren or mermaid or something like that. Like I have known them to fall in love with humans. Like it could be could be related to that. Um, and and uh, Vanessa smi Vanessa smiling. <laughs> yeah, um, but I uh, the um, I don't I don't know. I don't know for sure, for, for, of course, it's like I will have to talk to them, I will have to go there and see them, if we could. Now, uh, what you know about Cornwall, um, do you guys want to roll for knowledge about the area, or just, like, past, roll it in with the past religion of the area? Or is that something you're interested in? You don't I, have to be. I would love to roll whatever whatever background. Whatever it takes. Uh, whatever it takes. Um, yeah, so this would be uh, a learning or investigation check, um, depending on what you would like. Investigation. All right, <laughs> great. One, one success, goddammit. I'm like eight dice. Do you want me to roll for past religion, perhaps? Uh, sure, yeah, Re region religion, if you will. Have you ever been to Cornwall? One success. No, I've never been to Cornwall, and I don't know much about it, but I got one success. All right. So both of you, with your with your one success, certainly know that it uh, the region is a super good vacation spot and has been for a long time. This is a place where there are actually palm trees in the UK. Uh, I didn't know that until I went there, but that's why I was like, we're going on vacation, baby. Uh, let's go to Cornwall. Um, so they're palm trees. It's uh, sort of like a welcome departure for most Londoners uh, to go to the seaside there. There's this thing called the Southwest Coastal Path where you can hike along the seaside and have those beautiful looks over like rocky cliff sides of the ocean. There's a lot of boating as far as food. There's stuff like cream teas, like even wild ponies if you were to go so far north as Dartmoor. So a lot of people like to go to this area, especially in this time of year. And as far as the uh, religious or mystical relation to this year, uh, to this to this era, uh, area, um, you know, uh, Vanessa, you know that this land is the birthplace of Arthur, if that myth is to believe, be believed, which ah. has a lot to do with the influx of uh, Catholic religion in terms of his, you know, relationship with Guinevere and her faith, uh, and also the deep ties to the old ways and to the Druids and things like that. You know that near to St. Ives is, well, not near, but like in the same region, in Cornwall, you have Tintagel, um, and in your mind, there's all of these sort of, uh, sentiments about the you know the christian faith coming in contact much in the same way you have uh with these strange unexplained things and that is really the very heritage of this place Interesting. That's so cool. do you know i think vanessa is like are you familiar with uther pendragon mm. which uh, irina is ashamed that she does not know um no, I don't read children's stories. That is okay. It is somewhat of children's stories, but many believe in the area that 
There really was a green knight and a castle full of animals and a black knight and a spring fountain well and there are many wonderful stories to be had in the area but also it is quite religious. I tell you this as a warning, I do not want to make you uncomfortable but Christianity and the Crusades and well, did the Crusades happen? Yeah, they did. Um, <laughs> yes. The Crusade in that area, I'm like, they must have. The Crusades um, have impacted the people quite a lot. But that being said, there is a strong blend between myth, legend, and religion. Re religion. I'm very good at blending in. Don't worry about me. So why don't both of you roll, uh, gosh, what would it be to just actually exist drunk? What's that role mm. in this game? Exist, yeah. Um, uh, maybe it would be like logic, like vigilant, like almost as if like you're impaired. Yeah, let's do yeah. let's do a vigilance check. I think that's a good. Uh... Should we both roll? Yeah. Okay. Well, how much have you been drinking? I mean, you both said that you're drinking. I think we've had bottle. a full bottle between uh, yeah. us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I got I got no successes. So I got right. no successes. All right. You guys are super drunk. Uh, by the time this night is over, and you are. Uh, a, you basically like fall asleep here um, in this in this room. You're gonna have to begin this first day of the adventure with one mental condition, Ugh. just because you did not sleep what? in a bed. What? You didn't sleep in a bed. Listen, God damn it! It's time. Uh, it's time. The sun is up. You are called into the world now. The sun filters through the um, sort of milky, uh, dirty windows of this hidden library. And one of you wakes up. Roll a d6, both of you. Ooh. Well. Four. Four. Three. Gotcha. All right. Vanessa, you wake up first. Mm. Uh, Her head is like pounding. She doesn't drink often or a lot. Um, and she looks around and she says, What time is it? Irina. Mm. No. Irina. No, don't, don't. Stop it. Irina. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Irina, wake up. Ugh. We are going to be late. We fell asleep in the library. And you notice suddenly that Irina is just staring at you with abject horror for a moment. And then she starts hitting you hard, as if she's attacking you. Irina! Get away! Irina! <sighs> Irina, are you okay? <sighs> you just attacked me. Were you being attacked I... in a dream? Don't wish to talk about it. <sighs> okay. It's okay. And then she actually starts crying. It's as if she's been with Vanessa for a while now, being lulled into her old her old memories. Irina, I you can talk to me. I just... I don't know what happened yesterday. I lost control and I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I said those things to you. Um, I'm sorry I'm being mean to you and I'm sorry for everything. I, I just don't... You see, I need... I have enemies now. I need to protect myself. Do you understand? Of course I understand. 
one must always protect themselves, but Irina, I may not have seen you for so long, but I am not your enemy, and I, I would hope that we could be friends. I would like that. I, I would like that, Vanessa, but I don't think we can. I, there's too much. There's too much pain. There's I think Vanessa hu just hugs Irina in close. And maybe Vanessa is even a little bit taller than Irina because she's a little bit older. Um, but she, like, you know, just presses her head. <laughs> that's that's like, how it that's, works. That's how it works, yeah. That's, that's how it works. Short people two inches, are younger. Two inches taller. <laughs> yep, that's what I know. Ellie and um, I are an excellent case of this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you, yeah, you, you uh, find Squeezer. yourself... Squeezer in this um, embrace, it's a little bit like awkward at first, but then um, those shared experiences um, and the we used to call it in in theater school we used to call it the raza or the flavor or of a room, mm. um, the taste of this experience even without words uh, suffuses the two of you in this in this moment. Uh, even though you're not exactly willing to just totally dig in and talk about all of it. There's an understanding and a camaraderie and a willingness to move forward. Um, now, speaking of moving forward, yeah. here's how I'm gonna do stuff. Here, here, here in my sandbox, where we do things my way, uh, you've had a little bit of time to prep, but I'd like to move us to Cornwall, where the oh, cool, yeah. scary stuff happens. So each of you- cool kids hang has uh, each of you guys at one point during this experience will be able to roll for a flashback to do something that you prepared before to handle the task that you're currently in. So example, you could be attempting to unlock a door and I could say, you know, well, do you have any tools that you would be able to use to unlock this door quietly without, and you could say, okay, I'm gonna turn in my flashback for this and I'm gonna roll to have acquired lock picks um, if right. it's something that you could easily get with your uh with your um resources then you can just have it uh and you will have turned in your flashback for that uh and then if it's something like a, a check of some kind that you would have had to make in order to secure the item or be prepared for a situation then we'll roll that check and see how it went and then play it out in real time as you try to use the item um, so, or the, or engage your plan. So does that sound good? Does everybody understand how that works? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's so like, it could, it's, yeah. it, could it be, so it could be an item. It could be an item. It could be a ritual you prepared. It could be a conversation you had with somebody earlier in the day that we haven't seen and we flash like back basically, to it. Basically like the advantage thing you like, like I would want to get like a, a bonus to this because and here's my justification yeah. for that. Okay. Well, and each like of that. you guys have, have put time into advantages. So mm. yeah, you can, you can, um, basically have you both have an advantage uh for dealing with occult stuff in some way because you've done research on the region uh yeah. and research on religion and mythical creatures so both of you guys have that advantage this is just yeah. an additional thing that we don't have to spend time doing a shopping episode or okay. uh, right, 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 some right. kind of thing to do so that it can come it's kind of like imagine it like a heist movie how you flash back sometimes to 
how right. people have prepared to handle the situation. Yeah. That way we can just get to the action. Uh, and Hell if yeah. you guys want to come up with something creative, then we can flash back to that and then hit the action again. Sound good? I love it. Yeah. I love Him. it. I'm, I'm going to awesome. 100% use it so poorly. Probably I'll be like, <laughs> I uh, want to swim in the ocean. Here's my flashback of buying a bikini. Fine. <laughs> That's fine. You choose wisely. Pick your moment carefully, ladies. For once it is gone, you shall have no resources for more of them. Uh, now, uh, let's flash forward to our uh, train ride. You guys have been uh, to, you've rushed, you've collected yourselves, you've done whatever it is you need to prep. You get to Paddington Station, you secure your passes, you are on this train. This is a seven our train ride. So by the time you get in, uh, it's exhausting. What were you, looks, uh, Rene, what, what were you uh, hoping to add to this? Um, no, no, I was just no. thinking of what, what they would be talking about during the train yeah. ride. I think what, what actually Irina, after they had their moment this morning and she feels like her her cover is blown anyway, like she mm -hmm. had probably told the Rose House and Mary like this wild story of who she was and then mm -hmm. Vanessa was there and kind of ruined her whole thing so now she's like I can't fucking lie, that's like weird and psychopathic to be like <laughs> uh, you know, pretend that Vanessa never knew who she was and you, so, mm -hmm. but then so she explains to Vanessa like where she's been since she left the monastery I, um, and she says it in full Romanian, um I, uh, so I went and I created like this side, like this dumb story about my background that I was, uh, my father was this German rich, um, uh, train maker and, uh, like that I was a heiress, heiress and I would one day get his money that would, it's weird how, how easily it works to fool other people, especially in London and, and Paris, like people will are willing to believe the dumbest things you tell them, and so I, I just said that I, I had money without showing them any money, and they would start giving me jobs. They would let me into clubs and 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 uh, societies, and that's how I ended up, you know, working for the Rose House because I have, I have developed a pretty good skill for investigation. Um, I have, um, I've done some things I am not proud of um, for the Rouse house, but, but you know, whatever way I need to make money, I, I, uh, that's, so that's where I come from. Um, and I based this character on Anna Delvey, <laughs> Sid, like the- Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like- uh, I love that she also immediately is like, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. No, but it's a uh, it's uh, because I, like as I was playing it, I was like I could either be like a bitch for this entire run of just being mm. like mean, and then or I could just be like, nah, Vanessa should know. But then to mm. everyone else, as soon as someone enters their train carriage, she's like back in full weird like, run my card again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh Go ahead, Vanessa, and roll an observation check on this kind of behavior because you're seeing it. I mean, it's a long seven-hour ride to be with somebody. You're both sort of observing things about each other. But, Ellie, you said yours first, so we're going to observe you. Be perceived or not. Let's see how the be, roll goes. Oh, nice. All right. It's been against manipulation, right? Yeah. Well, that's... I got one. Success. I got... Oh wait, wait! I thought I got a number one. <laughs> I was like, oh no, no. All right. So you, uh, in your 
keen observations and sort of watching the breakdowns of this woman are really impressed by the way that she kind of moves people and makes them, organizes them and categorizes them and how to talk to them to get what she wants um, from them. It's impressive. It's also a little scary because the person that she's showing to you seems like a totally different person. The person that you knew is a different person. The person beneath the surface is a different person. Um, It's definitely ringing some trust alarm bells. Yeah, I think there's a bit of like the red flag thing. Like if you can lie so easily to others, like how do I believe that you're telling the truth to me? But at the same time, Vanessa has changed a lot. You know, like Vanessa's not the same person that she was and she's been through a lot of stuff. And when Irina said, you know, I've done some things I'm not proud of, Vanessa is very understanding. Um, Mm -hmm. And also Irina said before, which is interesting, like the I have to um, protect myself like from enemies. And Vanessa also understands like that paranoia in a sense. Uh, She hasn't become a different fucking person, but like, yeah. So definitely taking note of how Irina's acting, though. Awesome. So uh, this seven-hour journey um, ends around seven o'clock that evening. So the sun has, uh, I guess, I guess seven o'clock is not quite dark yet, but it's like about to be sunset. I don't know. In our world, sunset. Sunset has fallen on St. Ives. I'm the decider. <laughs> I decide. It's my world. Yep. Um, so you have arrived at one of the most western ports of England. Um, This is one of a collection of small towns that you sort of passed through on the train uh, along the coast, but this one is known for something very special. It sort of has this incredibly shallow bay or port, um, and the land stretches around it uh, like this with piers and everything, like kind of a hug or an embrace. Um, And at low tide, uh, you would see that the entire like bay where all the boats, the fishing boats and rowboats and small sailboats are moored becomes just absolutely a sandbar. This entire bay is just sand. So it's very, very shallow. Uh, so getting out of there and using your boats and your skiffs and stuff would, would be, uh, requires very particular timing, it would seem. Um, and when you get there, everything is, it's like low tide and all of the boats are kind of leaning awkwardly on their sides and it gives this sense of maybe like dereliction that is counter to hearing or remembering that this is like a destination for vacations. Uh, But as you pull in, like the tide is low, the entire bay is sand and all of the boats are sort of sideways in the bay. This, this is vacation? Sick oh. waves, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this is relax? This is relaxation for people? This, No offense. There's an ugly little beach, and I have not seen many beach. <laughs> Vanessa, it's not about what, it's about with who. And she takes your hand and takes you to the nearest pub or bar and orders a bunch of drinks. Oh my God, awesome. 
Woman loves well, drinking. You guys go straight to the Lovesick Siren then, uh, which is where you're going. And it is, in fact, a bar as you ask around. Um, that is where, you, where you're headed to meet with the captain. Um, so why don't you guys roll an observation check when you get in? A vibe check, if you will. Oh, vibe you know check. What? One of you can roll uh, observation, one can roll vigilance if you prefer, but you can also both uh, roll observation if you want. They will get you different things. Uh, observation. Hmm. I have pretty good. I have pretty good observation, but I have better vigilance. What do you think, Sid? Uh, I have better observation. So, do you want to roll vigilance? I'll yeah. roll observation. Okay. Okay. I got two successes. All right, so to set the scene, and then uh, we'll, we'll talk about your vigilant successes, and then to understand sort of how things are operating and how people are operating within it, uh, we'll go to, to uh, Vanessa's check. So basically, as you arrive, the lovesick siren um, has, it's, it's relatively new compared to the other uh, buildings about it. It looks to be um, like it was established probably about five years ago like it's not as worn uh, as the other buildings around it. it has all this wooden siding on the outside and it all looks incredibly nautical um, and as you are going in you also see that uh, there are three beautiful women uh, inside sort of attending to the guests in the large tavern um, a fourth is reading somebody's cards or maybe playing cards in the corner you're not quite sure uh with your successes you're able to sort of you know swing around to the left a little bit to try and catch the table you notice that she's actually reading tarot for somebody in the corner um, a fifth is singing sea shanties gently over the crowd um and the whole inside is themed like a ship full of sunken treasure wow oh it's a now, theme park basically yeah <laughs> Yeah. Park. Listen, I just want to go to Disney World, and if I can't do it, then I'm gonna pretend to do it here with you. Um, <laughs> uh, and then Vanessa, what did you roll for observation? I got no successes. I think Vanessa. I mean, Vanessa's never really been seaside to seaside towns. Like she's, you know, has been in and out of travel, yeah. but has never spent time, never really took a vacation, grew up in a landlocked area. Yeah. I think she's just like overwhelmed. Like this place looks glittery. You know, it's like fanciful. And she's just like, is totally. this real? Yeah. So you um, are met as you're sort of like trying to get a, like a vibe for the entire inside. This is a very like, Obviously, vacation destination, uh, top of mind here for this business. Um, but you do, uh, you are, you are met by this sort of hostess um, with beautiful dark brown hair tumbling and curls uh, down her back, and these wide eyes like dark pools, just welcoming. Um, and she says, welcome, welcome to the lovesick siren. Uh, I am Mara. Uh, can I get you a table and perhaps some drinks? Uh, yes, you can get us everything of that and more, as she says. <laughs> um, and also, we would like to eat and we would like to um, have the chef special, whatever that might be. Um, are you in town for anything specific? We are here to see the the church we are uh, here for the church 
just as a reminder, you are here to beat the captain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, letter, oh right? I guess just we. In case I guess forgot. we don't have to lie. I was just trying yeah. to be like, I'm a nun. I'm here for the church. Yeah. Um, we are here to see Captain Re- Raynor Marcus. Ah, father. Yes, I will. Uh, I will fetch him for you. He's did you? Did you say father? Uh, yes, he's our father. Interesting. Roll an observation check as she says that. Yeah, wait, like actual papa or like he's like a priest? All right, I'm rolling an observation. Oh, three successes. Oh, shit. Okay, I got one so far. Yeah, just one. Okay. Uh, something is off about this to you, Vanessa, um, but that, for you, uh, practiced liar, uh, Irina, mm. you notice that, like, that is not necessarily true. Um, she sort of rushes away from the table with your orders at that point and to go get her father. But you are left with this feeling that like that there's something weird about that to be investigated. I have a wild guess. Um, what if what if these these young women, what if they've been taken by another Vess and they're not actually his daughters anymore? And you can tell that she seems drunk again. Yeah. So um, quickly. Hey, hey, hey. That is certainly a possibility, but let us go in with open minds when we talk to Marcus. We do not want to offend. Of course, of course. I, Vanessa, I would never offend, offend anyone. And then she takes another swig at her drink. Great. Now, as you're watching this, Irina, you you also um, begin to put together something because you're thinking more deeply about this first daughter. And as you're saying these things about, you know, maybe a Vassin has you know, taken over or put some kind of, you know, spell or curse on these women. You're sort of pool, like thinking about that. You realize all four. Wait, no, five. You said four daughters, but is there five? I said four for some reason. Uh, Oh, you said four. No, it's four. I've just written five names here for no reason. So, bye, (laughs) Margaret. You're not a part of this anymore. All right. Uh (laughs) Not Margaret. She was my favorite. I know. Sorry. Sorry, Marg. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so you you are beginning to notice that all four of these women have the same, like, long, dark hair and dark eyes that Mara had. So that there's something feeding that suggestion that they're all connected in some way. Um, you're not exactly sure. But, yeah. Yeah. Your eyes move to the set of stairs that leads up to the upper story of the tavern. There's like a bit of, of a balcony there. And a pot-bellied man in a navy vest and suit pants sort of swaggers out and begins moving down the stairs. You assume there are some sort of offices or private quarters that they're coming from above. And as they make their way down into the dining area, several regulars raise their glasses into the air. Oi, Captain! And you've never looked better! And similar phrases shouted up at him and he is waving and taking in all the due adulation. He says, fair winds, me brothers and sisters. He motions at all of the servers, all of these beautiful women waving up at him. Uh, Surrounded by such beautiful roses, I can't be letting myself be a thorn now, can I? 
aye, and everybody raises their glasses and toasts to him, and you note that he is followed by a, another well-built man with a bushy mustache uh, and very stern brow. And your server sweeps into view of the captain begins to leave him over there. And Mara says, here, uncle, these are them that came to see you. And she excuses herself. The large man lights up his pipe and plops down in a plume of rank smoke before you. Well, I'm Captain Rayner. And who have we got here, lassies? My name. This is. Uh, oh, no, please. No, I. No, this, no, 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 please. No, no first no, you. No, please, no, you. First no, you, no, then no. me. I would feel awful if we did me first. Okay, so be it. Uh, Captain. <laughs> Actually. You should no. go first. <laughs> no. <laughs> How much have we had to drink? Did we drink something? <laughs> What's in this wine? Yeah, there are just like glasses that you suddenly realize you'd been absent-mindedly just <laughs> drinking while you're sitting there, and they're just yeah. littered about the table. I like to imagine our hands touch too, and we're like, oh, oh, no, oh, oh, oh no, excuse <laughs> oh. me. Um, um, my name is Vanessa Angel, uh, Sister Angel. Um, it is a pleasure to meet you, Captain. Thank you for meeting with us. Oh, this is my. Uh, mm. My name is Irina. Pleasure. My friend. And then Vanessa looks at Irina. <laughs> uh, the the burly gentleman who's sort of standing behind the seated captain just kind of like <laughs>, laughs a little bit <laughs> under his like mustache and just sort of ripples with the laugh. Um, yeah. Does he what, wait? Up, wait. Vanessa <laughs> looks at him. And, sir, you are? Uh, oh, yeah. So he says, uh, Igor. Igor Ripley. Pleasure to meet you, Igor Ripley. And she has that fake, fake uh, behavior again plastered yeah. on her. Um, and she <laughs> looks expectantly at Captain Rayner. We were sent by your friend Mary Smythe at the Rose House. Of course. I see Mary couldn't stand to face me, so she sends you lot. I assume you all know how to deal with uh, things of the, uh, of the nature that Mary is uh, familiar with. Things that go bump in the night. Indeed. That is I believe true. We are. Yes. Uh, um, Captain, I should say, though Mary could not come on this trip, she sends her love and regards to you um, and wants you to know she is very busy and working on a play. And she is very, very renowned. <laughs> That's me laughing, uh, but it's also him, him <laughs> laughing a bit. And she says, oh, it's all right. I guess I was a bit of a monster leaving her like that, but... Uh, why don't you settle in, and I'll tell you a proper monster story. 